The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, everybody. no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Flying through today, uh, eight forty this morning, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm busy filling out the police reports and things like that for the guy who emailed this morning, who tried to program the station. I told him to go away, and then he threatened me. Uh, so now we're we're making sure that we took care of that. Tranny Rob will forever be remembered as the guy who didn't like the topic. Therefore, the world needed to stop hearing it. And the topic was Suns basketball, which I think, I've been doing this long enough to know, kind of a finger on the pulse with the city we're working in. Now, there are radio shows in this city that don't really cater to locality. (laughs) We're not one of those. We love the local. Unless it's bee stings. I'm a big believer. Well, you know, that's a national story now. I'm a big believer that radio needs to remain like home. And when it starts to drift off, it becomes very milk toast and boring. So, the city's sun's crazy. I decided to do a sun's crazy segment to start the show. Rob hated it. When I told him to go away, he got very violent and angry. And so I said, you're like a tranny. If you hear something you don't like, you want the world to come to an end just for your needs, tranny Rob. And then the listeners ran with it, and then he threatened to beat me and Trip and Larry up and then kill Brady and all that. So we filed a police report. Something blew up his skirt. Yeah, exactly. Look <laughs> at your balls in a bunch. Just straighten out your gown and let's move on with our day. Uh, Shinedown just played, and uh, right here, another show's coming to town. This is a good one right here. Shinedown's fun to see live. Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater. Not the downtown arena, but where we're having U-Fest. That's yeah. where this one is. October 12th. Oh, perfect nice, nice weather. weather yeah. Perfect, perfect show. Thursday, October 12th, Shinedown. We'll be here with Papa Roach and Spirit Box. That... Ain't, whoops, sorry, that ain't so bad at all. That's a good show. That's an all-star week That's a of good, October. Papa Roach blew me away live. When, when I watched them play live, I didn't know. I was like, eh, they're good. Man, I'm like, oh, my God, hit, hit, hit. And they're knocking them out of the yard. And that uh, Jacoby guy was really cool. I actually like him better after I've seen him live yeah, than I did Same. prior to. Yeah. I was okay with him. Yeah, no, there was nothing wrong with it. But. Right. but, man, once I saw him live, I'm like, hey, they're really good. And they put on a heck of a show. That's a good show. And Spirit Box... Uh, uh, Josh Ackerman up at Rag Defense just started doing cartwheels and backflips. Spirit Box, Papa Roach, and Shine Down, October 12th. That's going to be a good show. Tickets going on sale Cinco de Mayo. That's Friday at uh, 10 o'clock, all ages. Everybody can go if they'd like to. Uh, I want to give UFest pit tickets away in a little bit, but before that, Brady, you brought up some things that create questions. Yeah. Right? Like, uh, what was one of the things that we had? Is, the Is uh, a smoothie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Basically, adult baby food. Is a smoothie just just adult baby food? It does air smell, you know. Does air smell kind of meta, but not so deep conversation starters? Here's another one uh, that a listener, Dave Eggleston, fired over. 
Kurt Warner is the most overrated story in the history of sports. And I bring this to you because what kind of man turns to bagging groceries to support his family in his late 20s? Wow. That is a really interesting question no one asks. Why was the first option? Why was his only other job qualification in life, if it wasn't pro quarterback, grocery bagger? Yeah, and there's got to be something more to that. I couldn't uh, like even he knows the guy that owned the grocery store. Okay, if you know the guy who owns guest, the grocery store. I mean, I got to believe that because there's something more to that. Brady. He's just bagging. If food. you know the guy who owns the grocery store. Yeah. And his best job to give you is bagger. He doesn't even trust you with a good gig. At 75 bucks an hour. <laughs> well, unless he's fired. He's like putting you on the payroll. But what grocery store and in Iowa he, has that And was money? he the guy at the end of the register? Right. Well, he was the bagger and stalker. Stalker, maybe. Okay, but that's not any upgrade. You act like I just said oh, he was also CEO. Sweet. No, 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 no. <laughs> you you got to think of it from the terms of... I like, understand what he's saying. Like if I couldn't do professional sports, my next step is not, well, Safeway should hire me to bag up some stuff. That's what the challenged people think. At the very least, you think he could have been a high school football coach or something. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, he was pro. Which the makes openings it so. at the time. Yeah, I don't buy. I've never. Bought, I've never really bought the Kurt Warner story, but I've never thought of it. I that thought he was way. selling insurance too. And then wasn't Brenda making dough then too? Probably. Yeah. But bottom line, he was is, just doing get out of the house. I've always thought that story was garbage, but I never. I, I never really thought of it from that perspective. The other biggest lie in sports is Kurt Schilling's Achilles that fell off. The bloody sock. Not a real thing. Still to this day, not a real thing. And I forget who the player was that said he used the spray paint to make <laughs> the, the sock. sock. And then they immediately shut him down. Like there was, a, he was telling uh, Buster Olney on ESPN. It's like, yeah, that was fake. I used, I was the one who spray painted the sock. And then later he's like, oh, just kidding around. I'm just joking. That was real. His, and I remember saying it the day after. I'm like, all right, Kurt Schilling's a great pitcher. He doesn't need this nonsense that they haphazardly sewed his Achilles back to his foot and then sent him out on the mound to risk the rest of his career because his Achilles had fallen off and there was a hole in him that was gushing blood. No. That's that's the that's a huge that's fake courage. Lie. Massive fake lie. The ones that are real are like Willis Reed coming out in the fourth quarter with a broken leg and playing because he didn't score any points and he could barely move. Like, it was pointless to have him out there. He was an inspiration that he didn't want to go home. Ronnie Lott cutting his finger off. Johnny Unitas. That's a real one. Like, Ronnie Lott's is the one. Kurt Warner bagging groceries in his late 20s because he couldn't be a pro quarterback? That sounds like a baby fit. Yeah, I don't buy that story. Did you guys? Did anyone see the story of Kurt Warner with, no. with Shazam as Kurt Warner? Me neither. Yeah, it is kind of a garbage So Thank you, Dave. It's, you know what? It's time we put that out there. Kurt's a great quarterback. And how come after his football career ended and he said, well, I got nowhere to go now, is he suddenly an analyst and a really good one for the NFL Network? Couldn't have done that? Couldn't Like Brett says, couldn't have called some high school games out there in Iowa? Yeah. But right to sacking up at the high V? I don't get it. Arizona's most funniest morning show. Yeah, exactly. Morning sickness. I'm listening because I want to. Morning somebody at KUPD.
All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Sports is filled with lies. I don't think DZ ever went to grocery bag and he went right back <laughs> yeah. to football. Derek Zellner never even sniffed the pros. He came back and coached Gilbert. It's because he was too good for the pros. I mean, you know, wouldn't have been fair. You make it strong. Coach Clark. Coach Clark would yeah. probably. You're probably right. Everybody listen to Brett Bestley right now because that's the most logic you'll ever hear on this pitiful shite show. Come on now. <laughs> Shoot. DZ and the pros make Tom Brady look like he was thrown with his feet. <laughs> We'd still be in game one. Still be in game one. Pros weren't good enough. I'm trying to find the football because DZ threw his first pass and it ain't landed yet. So they had to stop <laughs> the clock and wait. Shoot. Derek Zellner in the NFL. Good luck. <laughs> Derek Zellner started his own league called the DZL. Derek Zellner League of Football. They just kept waiting for people to come up and play with them. Nobody qualified. So he was 45 champ, 45 time champ in the DZL. DZL. You see that? You guys don't even know this, but only thing Derek Zellner recruits at Gilbert High School for his team are blinds and cripples. Because <laughs> he'll coach them up so good it wouldn't be fair to the other 518s. Good luck, Chaparral, if he had full bodied, healthy sided players. He don't. Give me your blind. He's like the Statue of Liberty, only better. Blind, tired, huddled masses. He'll make them a football squad, and that's for for shoot's sake right there. <laughs> Give him Caleb and Alec. Yeah, he'd take that Shriners commercial and make them world champs. He'd be a fullback. Only Caleb. reason why is because Caleb's got eyeballs. He can see Derek Zellner will put him in the slot. Look out now, shoot. That suck's going to go off for 400 yards a game. Don't even get me started on Alec, the quarterback. Chucking those comfortable, adorable blankets on the defense. That's right. <laughs> Call it blanket coverage. Why'd you bring up DZ? It's just, it's just poking at the bear, making the monkey dance. Shoot, Brett, you suck. <laughs> it's a good point. But Derek Zellner didn't even go to bagging groceries. So you heard it here first. We have dispelled the beauty and majesty of Kurt Warner's absolute lie of a story grocery bagger an arena ball Iowa barnstormer grocery bagger packer grocery bagger Super Bowl MVP liar but it's a good story it's a good fake story that my guess is Gail Sayers maybe visited Brian Piccolo once in the hospital maybe he wasn't allowed in the That's hospital. what I'm saying. That was my next line. <laughs> they wouldn't have allowed him to visit Brian Piccolo that often back in the 60s. No way. Unless they had to wheel Piccolo over to that special section Gail was allowed in. I don't buy that story either. Lots of sports lure that is just all fake. All right back to Babe Ruth pointing for the home. That never happened. And the rumor is from somebody who was actually at the game when Babe Ruth called his shot is that somebody had some sort of mirror on one of the buildings out there. Because it was, I think it was at Wrigley Field. 
and the building was there. And Babe stopped and goes, get that jackass, knock that off. <laughs> and he pointed, and then he put one out there. And everybody's like, oh, he called his shot. But really what he was doing was like pointing at a or And then the other rumor was he was pointing at the pitcher saying, I'm going to put this one right on your throat. Shut your mouth, because they used to talk a lot. And, and the, the modern story, or more recent, is that Cal Ripken story. Oh, yeah, when his wife was banging you know, Kevin or, Costner, yeah. or vice versa. That he and Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costner got into left a fist his house. Fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one is, is that the so house real. Cal left for the game. That's a real story. That one makes the most sense, though. Cal Ripken's streak of consecutive games played was in jeopardy because he fist fought with Kevin Costner. Well, it, right? it wasn't in, I heard it fought. He, he left for the park for the game. Forgot his shoes, which, you know, or something. He had to go back to the house. Right. I thought it was in a hotel room. And he was back at the house, as I heard it. Maybe. And that's where he, like, saw Either way, going on. Costner and his wife were having a thing. Yeah. Ripken caught him. Yep. Fisty cuffs. Calls up the manager at the time. I'm not going to be able to make it. I can't. I just got into a fist fight with uh, Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, with what? With Robin Hood. And magically, in a major league ballpark that was maybe a year old. The sprinklers couldn't get turned off, and they flooded the He field. said, I'll take care of it. Yeah. Didn't we see that in Bull Durham? Bull Durham showed us how to do it. You want to cancel a game? You turn fact, the it was Costner. Costner! <laughs> the irony. And then it was uh, in the HBO's, was it Arliss? Yep. They kind of... They touched it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's interesting. Anyway. What are you going to do? So, yeah, interesting point, but it brings up good uh, discussions. I like that. But, yeah, I think we can all agree that the Kurt Warner bag and grocery story is a little bit inflated for dramatic effect. Well, you know, even if Brando had a good job, I mean, what, they probably had seven or eight kids at the time. Well, special needs at the time. So, like, yeah. he needed a better so job than grocery bagger. Although, well, they had to get something right away. <laughs> he's not qualified. That's the question. He's not qualified for anything <laughs> else. Like, I wouldn't even apply. Fly for Just take it. it. Yeah, I mean, what what was he turned down for before he's like, I'm a grocery bagger at heart? American valet. What else? Yeah, you can't park cars or like, why grocery bagger? It's a good work out there. That I'd like to talk to Kurt because I guarantee, you, even though he's sold that story now to movies and everything else, that deep down he wants to tell the real story of like, no, that didn't happen that way. Yes, I bagged groceries at the Hy-Vee one day and like some sort of volunteer work thing and then they ran next, with it and then the next day i was a you know the he packers called made it sound like he was there for three right. years right. hilarious all right dave you're right between kurt schilling and and uh kurt warner whew, we got some whoppers in this town there's some good ones but uh, the Suns need one of those this year they need chris paul's groin to pop out of its shorts and Still score a 30. That might happen. It could happen, and I think it might have last night. Uh, We're going to give you a chance at some U-Fest pit tickets before this day is out. Uh, It's happening on Saturday. And Larry told me how many tickets are sold. This is a party. This is a monster. I didn't realize how big it is. It's huge. I didn't realize how many tickets are sold. It's big. It's a big number. And so tickets still available, but we're closing in on that not being the case. And normally these U-Fests, you know, we have uh, good bands. I think this is a big one, and people are, are flocking to it. God. I mean, we've got some good Godsmack, I Prevail, Nothing More Fozzy. The Warning, which uh, the guy next door here at Video West that, that talks to me all the time, uh, he loses his mind over this band. When you interview The Warning, you got to mm-hmm. save it and give it to him okay. because he is bananas. His name's Rochester. He is right next door. He should have been a butler. And he uh, 
He's nuts about this. And it's the all-girl band, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, they're good. And they're going on tour with that band Plush that we had last That's year, right. too. So. Yeah. And they were they were really good, too. Yeah. yeah. So, Gray Days, The Black Moods. It's going to be a great show. We'll give you pit tickets to that thing coming up in just a little bit. We'll tell you how we do that quickly, too, because I'm going to make it fast for you since the day's flying by. It's 98 KUPD. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.